Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You're listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, a blog and newsletter, view videos of our artist's work, and even listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Sherry Emmy. Sherry has been involved in various aspects of the creative arts for many years outside of her full-time career in the legal field. More recently, she began pursuing a greater focus of her creative interest in photography and painting. Employing both Lightroom and Photoshop, she enjoys working with color saturation and vibrancy, as well as variations of light, to emphasize a sense of texture and bring added depth to the detail in her photographs. For her abstract painting, she utilizes assorted structure techniques to produce dimensions within the pieces. Sherry has also written poetry for several years and finds that interweaving ideas from this art form with her photography and painting provides deeper inspiration in her artistry. Well, good morning, Sherry, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Good morning. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, it's our pleasure. Well, let's start off this morning by having you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. Uh, I live just outside of Chicago in the northwest suburbs. Uh, Working in the artistic venue along a more professional course is a bit new to me. The substantial focus of my work is on fine art photography, but as mentioned in the introduction, I also paint as well as write with a concentration on poetry. I work for an international law firm headquartered in Chicago, and I've worked uh, full-time in the legal environment all of my adult life. I've been active in various forms of creativity beginning in high school and uh, some of them continuing from that time, but have just started pursuing some of my artistic talents more intensely within the last few years. I did some work in high school with, uh, I I was uh, in several choral programs, I worked uh, in theater, and I continued to do that in community theater for several years into my adulthood and acted on stage, did various set decoration and uh, set design, chaired the makeup committee. My initial spark of interest in photography came in my early 20s, though, through a friend of mine who had a higher quality camera, and I would play around with that taking photos, especially of unusual objects or from odd angles. And I was even doing that with my Polaroid and Kodak disc cameras of my own as well. Um, But at the time, I never really thought seriously of pursuing photography. But you've always, or you've had a a fairly long interest in photography. Just recently, it's been getting more into the creative side of it. Am I getting that all correct there? Yes. um, 
I've always done something associated uh, with creativity outside of my regular work. But with the true realization of uh, a need to pursue my artistry at a higher level rather than engaging in it as more of a hobby came a few years ago when I bought my home. And I was busy doing some remodeling work and working on design for the house. And I found that I was having a great deal of fun coordinating colors within the design, seeing how these items fit from different angles and, and just creating ideas for the rooms. And I was focusing on uh, creating just a, a very personal aspect of myself within the house. And uh, as part of that, I started creating pieces of art for the decor. And that just provided a further personal connection to me within the items set out in the house. And as I was working on these pieces, this incredible sense of fulfillment through this artistry came over me. And there was just this profound need within me to be continually engaged in an artistic practice. And my craft just continued to evolve from there. I was scheduled to take a trip to France around that time and knew that I definitely wanted to capture images uh, for artwork for the house. And when I returned and began processing the photos, I received a great deal of positive feedback on my work immediately. And several of my friends and other people who saw the pieces I was creating encouraged me to continue my pursuit and said that I needed to get my work out into the public. Uh, you entered the competition. We we agreed with your friends in, in reviewing your, your photography and the art that you create there. Let's uh, let's talk about the photography for a minute, and then we'll also talk about your painting. But walk the audience through uh, the process you go through in creating your art from photography. After you you've done the the shot or you have the photo, just kind of walk us through that portion of the process. Um, well, as I start to work on the piece, I just sort of allow it to unfold and follow where it leads me. You know, I may only be doing a little bit. I may have an initial idea of, you know, where I want to go with it, but as I start to work on it, that may change uh, as I see things sort of pop out of the screen. I don't force myself to hold on to the initial thought and just feel it's better to follow my intuition as I continue to work on the piece. And uh, the one piece that uh, in the competition there, Melted Sunset, that just sort of came about uh, it was a photo I took of a sunset in late fall from my backyard through tree through two trees there. And as I worked through the color saturation process, the photo just took on a new life, and I could sense a flowing feeling from it as the yellows and the pinks and the blues transitioned throughout the picture. And I just loved how that was uh, those colors were streaming through. Then when I created the reflection image, it just, the dimensionality just really gave me that sense of drawing oneself into the center of that photograph. And I've noticed that, you know, with several things. Um, I was in Italy uh, earlier this summer, and uh, there was a photograph I took of a cobblestone street while I was there, and I was working on that uh, a few weeks ago. And as I was uh, accentuating the saturation process. I was pulling the blues and the purples and the reds through. The stones started to take on a life of their own, and it almost appeared as if they were emerging out of 
the screen and you could almost run your hand over them. And I, I just I love that feeling when something unexpected pops up while I'm working on mm -hmm. a piece and that sort of takes my uh, takes the piece in another direction. So I just sort of allow that to unfold. Well, that's a very wonderful and and I I think I understand what you're saying it is you know as it comes it's just it's how it all comes together and sometimes when it's the unexpected it's just it's a it's a, it's a great feeling yeah well, let's also talk about your painting uh with a with regard to the painting uh there again I I do abstract mm -hmm. paintings um I'm not the best drawer mm -hmm. in the world <laughs> And I don't, I don't know if I can draw a uh, stick figure properly or not. But I do. I enjoy abstract painting. Uh, I enjoy abstract pieces themselves. And uh, and so I was mm -hmm. sort of drawn to this again to start creating some some just some pieces for my house. And there again, it's it's moved on from there. And I. Uh, I have an initial image that may come to my mind, and I always try and keep a uh, paper and pen with me because I may come up with these things while I'm on the train traveling to the office or some sort of object might catch my eye, and so then I try and write it down so that I have that idea when I go to start a piece. Um, I enjoy working with different textures. Uh, I use molding paste, I've used gels, uh, various things to just sort of create uh, a dimensionality to the pieces and uh, that just really seems to to pop into my mind. I, I'm sort of in this uh, scheme where I'm working with a lot of metallic colors at the moment. I've just done a three-piece silver, copper, and champagne section piece that uh, I, I'm still sort of working on, but it's very interesting. The There again, you get this feeling, you know, you just want to reach out and touch it. And I, I that's what I enjoy about some of this stuff is the feeling, the sense of feeling that runs along with it. Really wonderful. And Cherry, is there a artist or has there been an individual that has influenced you in your creative arts? I don't know if I can tie it to one artist or not. Um, I love Impressionism, uh, the way the the color, the light is used. Monet and Renoir, they're two of my favorite. Um, like I said, I just returned from Italy, and I was uh, I love Michelangelo's work, Da Vinci's work, the Renaissance painters, and I was so excited to go see some of that, the deep, rich colors they use and the sense of drama that's invoked by that intense coloring. Um, I was able to see the Sistine Chapel and David for the first time, and it was just completely in awe. Uh, the artistry involved mm -hmm. in every aspect is amazing. And I also saw some very cool pieces of modern art while I was in Milan as, as well. Like I said, I, I do enjoy abstract art uh, as well. With regard to photography, of course, I, I love the Ansel Adam landscapes. I also enjoy Galen Rowell's work. Uh, his extensive use of the neutral density graduated filter is something that I took on from the beginning, from when I started to take photographs. Uh, I'm Rarely do I take a photograph outside of a landscape or anything in the daylight without having a uh, graduated filter on my lens. Uh, listening audience, uh, can you 
explain to them the how the graduated filter works. The graduated filter works in which there's usually a there's a darker edge to uh, the top of the filter and then it lightens up as it goes down and it just helps to intensify the colors and just really bring out the richness and that's why you can see such amazing blues through the sky and it pulls those colors out it it will pull out some of the reds and that and it just it makes everything deeper and more intense we're envious that of uh, your trips to to Europe. Uh, there are certainly some fine art and some wonderful museums in in France and Italy. I'm sure you enjoyed your time there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it was wonderful. Well, then, Cherry, when you're creating their, your art, are you is there uh, is there something you're trying to convey to the viewer? As I'm working on uh, the pieces, I don't, I don't think there's one particular message that I'm trying to convey through all of my work. It just depends upon the piece I'm working on. Um, what I see in a certain subject matter is, of course, going to be a reflection of my thoughts or viewpoint, something of interest or importance to me. I love nature, architecture, history, and those subjects tend to be the major focus of my photography. I'm interested in taking what is already there and then trying to bring a bit of a new focus or line of thought to it. Um, mm-hmm. For the landscapes in nature, I think I'm I'm trying to convey to the viewer some of the beauty that exists in the world. Uh, you know, maybe they can pick up on something within the work to consider something that intrigues them. Maybe it pulls them in to take a little deeper look at the subject and see detail within the photo that uh, maybe is new to them but was always there. I just, I'm just i hoping that they can make a personal connection with the piece. If it speaks to someone, it very much pleases me. In the last few years that you've really started to focus on your art, uh, how have you gone about marketing your art well i'm sort of this is the the thing i'm sort of new to the whole process of marketing so um uh, fortunately from working within a business environment i have some ideas of you know things about networking and uh mm-hmm. such and that but uh i think basically just trying to get some things out through you know i've entered several uh, online competitions, and uh, I've been fortunate to have my work recognized there. Um, word of mouth through friends, um, and just trying to connect with people within the community, and uh, just mm-hmm. see where it goes from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sherry, I know you have a busy professional schedule. Tell the audience how you find time to do your artwork and and how do you go about carving off time out of your day for your artwork? I think if something is important to you, you find the time to work on it. Uh, As I stated, I found an incredible sense of fulfillment through my artistry and I knew I needed to continue to do this on an almost daily basis. It really centers me. It's a vital part of who I am as a person, and I immensely enjoy the work. 
when I'm not able to do the artwork for a period of time, even if it's just for a couple of days, I begin to feel a bit disconnected from myself, which then sort of disconnects me from everything else within my life. So I just try and focus, even if it's just a half hour of time that I can spend at the end of the day sorting through some things and making some minor adjustments, I try to make sure I do that. Uh, in order to keep the process rolling and keep myself sort of on this uh, centered <laughs> level with my artistry. Mm-hmm. Well, Sherry, uh, we're about halfway through the show, and I think this is the time to take a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about the photograph art that you entered into the recent competition with Contemporary Art Gallery. And I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Sherry Emmy's artwork by going to Contemporary Art Gallery online, click on the search gallery tab by artist, and just follow that to Sherry Emmy's name. Contemporary Art Gallery online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants. So if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the artist member corner and follow the prompts under the member application process tab. If you're a designer, architect, or just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists in around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, or even by the individual artist. And again, to view Sherry Emmy's beautiful art, just click on the search gallery and then follow the prompts to Sherry Emmy's name. Well, Sherry, we had spoken briefly uh, about Melted Sunset, so let's move on to the Ruined Cathedral. Tell the audience about that art piece. Oh, that was a fabulous cathedral in Rouen. Um, Visited that area early on a Sunday morning, so there were very few people around, and it was nice to be able to sort of wander through the town and just see all of the interesting aspects uh, of these ancient buildings and uh, the uh, side streets and everything and came across this cathedral as we were walking through. Off to the left side of the cathedral, there was this lovely little courtyard area, and that's uh, the section of the uh, building that I took the photograph of and Once I got home, I started working on that. I loved the way, once I got into saturating some of the colors within that piece, I loved the way the windows popped out and how some of the detail Mm -hmm. of of the building itself, the structure within... The create within the uh, accentuated colors, you know, it, they aren't the natural colors of the building. Obviously, the reds and that, but the way they pulled out, it just added some extra detail and gave it a little bit mysterious feel to the piece. But uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, like I said, it was just a fascinating building to see. Of the way the colors there, that's a. Uh very intriguing the, the different the different shades and especially in the reds yes yes uh as i continue to pull it out because actually it was uh june and uh, the tree the leaves were quite green and how and uh, being able to pull those <laughs> reds through through to that just mm-hmm. really was uh, as that pulled out there again that was something i 
wasn't entirely expecting as I continued to work through that, but I just loved the way then that sort of corresponded with the purples and that that were pulled out. Mm-hmm. Well, and another image uh, you have on the gallery is entitled Locks. Tell the audience about that uh, image. Okay, that is a photograph of the Locks of Love Bridge in Paris. Um, I had uh, taken that while we were on a boat cruise down the Seine River. There again, as I started to work on the saturation of colors, some of the details within the the fence work along the uh, along the bridge started to pull out a little bit more, and then I worked with the grain and increased the grain within the photo to sort of there again give it almost a a a feel of in a way a little bit of a more of a feel of a painting than uh, a photograph Mm -hmm. and i actually played with several colors with this i changed uh the uh hues several times throughout uh, and I created several pieces of this same photograph. This was my favorite of all of them that came out, but it was very interesting. I worked with blues, I worked with greens, and, and some of them came out with very neon-type colors that just really, it was it was neat hmm. to see how the detail popped out. And that to be an interesting piece, and uh, we just really love uh, the, the color and the vibrancy uh, in your photography. Thank you. Well, in speaking about the process that you were entailing there and talking about these pieces, roughly, Sherry, how long, on average, do you spend on, in time-wise, in creating these pieces? With the photographs, it just depends on how much work I have to do. Um, Melted Sunset probably took me, as I worked on the piece, it probably took me once I had it up and working uh, within the programs, it probably took me close to an hour or so to sort of get everything pulled together. I had to delete a little bit of detail because I did catch the uh, top of uh, the uh, wooden fence in my backyard as I originally went from the original <laughs> photograph in order to in order to get those trees in there the way I wanted them. So I did have to eliminate right. a little bit of that. But uh, yeah, as I worked through the process. There, you know, if there's not much to be done, I can sort of work through some things in a few minutes, but then other pieces might take an hour, or it, some pieces might take even longer if I find an interesting facet within there that I want to focus more on. Um, and then, like with uh, the locks piece, there again, like I said, I did that in several different hues and so then by the time I was done working with that that probably took a couple of hours to to get the coloring where I wanted it for each piece so total for the several different I think there were five different colors there were some purples in there that I worked with as well and so I think it took a couple of hours or so by the time I was finished with all five pieces when you're looking at an original photograph that you've taken uh, and you're sitting down in your studio, what are you looking for in the original photograph that makes you say, you know, I can really do this? Or is there something that you you see in the photograph or that you specifically look for? 
there again, it just it depends on what the subject matter is. If I'm taking a piece of architecture, I may look and then all of a sudden see that. And there again, I'm just trying to keep my eye open for several different details. I do have, especially when I travel, I have set places where I, you know, of course, want to uh, take photographs uh, of, of things like when I was at the Eiffel Tower. And I took several photographs of that from different angles and views. Um, and that, but it just depends. As I sit down to work on things, something might pop out uh, at me. I did a piece uh, from uh, Chateau Amboise that uh, there again, then as, as I started to work on the section of the building that I had taken the photograph of, the cornice piece really caught my attention so then I, I focused my uh, I focused then the detail down to just that cornice piece rather than including the balcony part that extended out um, because the detail uh, the gargoyles that popped out of the section um, the crowning features of the cornice just were magnificent and, and there again then it could draw the person's eye into just that section rather than trying to scope the whole section of architecture that I'd taken out of the original photograph. Well, Sherry, tell the audience, if you will, uh, your philosophy about art. Um, I, I think basically it's just to be true to my own work, my own ideas and interests and through that, try to create pieces that are inspiring or thought-provoking to the viewer, something that they can connect with in some manner and appreciate. Uh, I want to bring feeling to the piece. Well, and certainly you mentioned as well what art means to you and how that, that's helped you in your life. Um, well, and one of the things with that, I, I grew up in a rural farming community, and um, to me, art, as well as music, represented the world that was beyond that scope. Learning what I could about different forms of art, uh, reading about the subjects from books in the library, seeing programs regarding them, just gave me a greater sense of connection to the world outside of that region. And I just knew early on that I wanted to be able to experience this broader landscape uh, to see these things in person that I'd read or heard about. And uh, I moved to the Chicago area over 15 years ago, and it's just wonderful living in a place where there is close access to numerous and various types of museums or galleries and other venues for the creative arts. Well, do you still get involved yourself in any type of theater work? I haven't recently. That's... Uh, one thing I may try to get back to at some point, but honestly, I enjoyed working on the uh, photography and the painting uh, and the and the writing so much. I don't know where I'm going to squeeze the other into between uh, my uh, regular job and, and this other, but I'll, I'll find a way to get back there and do something. Well, I'm sure you'll find time to get your creative creativity out there, Sherry, and, and good luck with you at that in the future. We're getting close to the end of the show and always like to ask artists for advice that they would give to other artists that are just starting out their art careers. Okay. 
Well, like, you know, like we said, I'm sort of new to pursuing this on a more professional level, so um, I can kind of feel uh, what these people are going through and that, but I think a lot of my advice would be, would be, you know, take classes, attend workshops. Um, if you're looking for something and cannot make a class, search out some instructional resources on the Internet. There's a lot of informational videos out there as well as articles that are on websites. Um, you know, a, a seemingly small suggestion might help move a person forward in whatever piece they're working in. Uh, just never stop searching out learning opportunities. Uh, try to get involved with local art organizations or other artist groups that, you know, that networking not only helps you professionally, but I think it also helps give you a boost uh, to your self-esteem as you're working through this because mm -hmm. some of this, even though I, I, I never really thought of pursuing this when I was younger, but I think some of that may have been a little bit of fear too of, you know, am mm -hmm. I going to fail at this? Right. Is, it, is anybody going to like what I do? Do I have any talent here? Um, and that, but I, I think that's, you know, uh, that's a good resource because I've found nothing but, uh, you know, uh, a lot of appreciation for what I've been doing and support through the people I've encountered as I've sought out some of these opportunities. Well, that's great advice, and you're so right. Uh, you know, the creative arts, it's really a piece of you. I tell people it's a piece of your soul, and mm -hmm. you're always apprehensive about how it's going to be accepted. I think that getting involved yeah, with other artists in art groups, you're you're right. It, it's 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 good for your self-esteem because here you're you're talking with people that are going through the same thing you're going through, doing creating like you're creating but yeah, a good place to exchange ideas uh, as well as moral support and i think another thing is is for every artist not everyone is going to particularly like an uh, an artist i know that you know there are some people out there who won't like some of the work i do it's just not their taste but and mm. you you, right. just, you can't take that personally because People's tastes vary, and and there will be someone out mm -hmm. there who will appreciate an artist's work, and you just and and it, it gets to be hard because it is such a personal part of yourself. You're you're setting yourself out there because this is your viewpoint, your thoughts, your feelings, and maybe mm -hmm. you know. Hopefully, you can find, and this is what I'm hoping to find, is the people who do appreciate and can connect to my art is uh, hoping that they're able to find it. Great advice to give out there. And Sherry, I want to thank you for joining us today on The Nardis Speaks. Thank you. It was enjoyable to be here. Well, I certainly enjoyed our chat, and we're certainly looking forward to seeing more of your wonderful art on the gallery, Sherry. Thank you. And I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Sherry Emmy's stunning art, to listen to this interview, and of course, purchase some of Sherry's art, Visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online. I want to let all of the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery Online hosts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. 
And while you're there, you can check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions as well. And if you're an architect, an interior designer, or just someone who enjoys having great art on your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and view some of the most exciting original art that you're just not going to find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. And Artist Speaks airs every Saturday morning at 11 a.m., so we'll meet again next week. Thank you again, and have a great rest of your weekend.